Hi, I'm Charlotte Gortney. I love learning, and I love learning from others, and I love conversations because they teach me so much. I feel like conversations are disappearing, and I can't let that happen. Let's have conversations again. This podcast is about the conversations I wish we were having. Among Protestants, the story of the Exodus is little more than the subject of a Bible study. But for our Jewish brothers and sisters, it is their shaping narrative. They hear this story every year as they celebrate the Passover. The main characters are like lifelong friends. The hope generated in this story reminds them of the character and nature of God. And so they would surely notice Exodus 17, 6 through 8 as significant where we would likely pass right over it. The text says, I will be standing there in front of you on the rock at Horeb. Strike the rock, and water will come out of it so that the people may drink. Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. He called the place Massa and Meribah, because the Israelites quarreled and tested the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? This event is remembered again in Psalm 95 which says, Do not harden your hearts, as at Meribah, as on the day at Massa in the wilderness. Meribah represents something powerful for those seeking to follow God. This is the place where complaints got action from God. It is also the place where the Israelites raised a painful existential question. Is the Lord among us or not? It is the place, well, it's kind of like Peter walking on the water. When he looked down and he took his eyes off Jesus, he began to sink. It was a place where they began to sink. So is it wrong to doubt? Is it wrong to ask for water when you're thirsty? I think not. I think the danger identified in this text is that the people were quarreling and testing God. You see, we can put our case in front of others with resentment and challenge, or we can approach with yielding and request. The Hebrew people approached God with resentment and challenge. It is almost as if they were saying, God, I dare you to show up. Friends, they had lost trust in God long before they were thirsty and without water. And so I wonder, could there be another way to approach God? Perhaps. Perhaps instead, they could look for God's provision and assume that God is truly for them and their survival. They could trust the leader God had given them, appealing to Moses as an intercessor instead of an enemy representing the real object of their anger, Yahweh. This is such a painful question. Is the Lord among us or not? And if we have to ask this question, we can be assured that it's probably not going to end well because we are bowing up against God. We're believing that God is just waiting to harm or kill us. And from this place, we naturally become rebellious or insolent. And that is not a good look on us. It's not a good look on anyone, really. Right now, I'm keeping the word Meribah close at hand. 
Perhaps it will remind me. Don't get caught up in the mob mentality, Sharla. And don't settle for demands and threats. For what is given in response will never satisfy. No, take a breath. Look around and notice God's goodness. And that God's goodness has always provided for you. And then look for others who will encourage that approach. Probably better to keep your distance from those who don't. 